the Animated Movie Watch. I'm Birdie. I'm Bevers. In today's episode, we're covering The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. We pick our movies from the list of animated feature films on Wikipedia, and any movie that has a critics rating of over 50% on Rotten Tomatoes will get its own episode here on Animoa. And we're going in chronological order, right? Still! Still! Yeah, still. We still are. That hasn't changed, Beffers. <laughs> We're still doing it. <sighs> what are you drinking this fine episode? Uh, I just made myself a nice hot cup of green tea. Oh, like, is it a particular brand or is it from... Kroger? Really? I don't know. It's okay, some, Smith's. some crappy stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's just basic, basic green tea. It's bulk green tea. Okay. That's fine. That's still good. It's classic. What are you drinking? Um, I haven't tried it yet. I'm very curious mm. what it would be like, but um, it's just... Currently, a splash of cranberry juice with a splash of uh, the vodka, the whatever kind it was. Um, whipped cream, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's try it. Let's try this. <sighs> um, it works. <laughs> you just made the kombucha girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad this isn't visual. <laughs> I didn't even realize. It, it wasn't that defined, but it had all the steps. <laughs> yeah, I, I went through a few stages there. Processing, processing. <laughs> Acceptable. Okay. Um, all right, so we've got our drinks, and now we've got our discussions. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a, a twofer, technically, because it was another one of those package films. Yep. One of those old Disney package films in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Uh, last film of the 1940s. This was 49. Yeah. And after this, we're going to be jumping into the next decade. Woo! Woo! But first, yes. In this um, film, we had two different stories. One of them was uh, Wind of the Willows, and the other one was Legend of Sleepy Hollow. That's right. Respectively. Um, and you know what? My first question for you is pretty, pretty simple. Okay. But... I think it's a, still a valid one and a good one to think about. Which segment did you prefer? Which one was your favorite? It was actually the first one. The Wind of the Willows? That surprised me, yeah. Okay. Me too. Oh, cool. Which also surprised me. I want to clarify, had you seen either of these before? I had seen uh, Ichabod and, um, or The Legend Let's of Sleepy Hollow uh, yeah. uh, as a kid sure. several times. Okay. Okay. So we're in the same boat then because me too. Yeah. And I had never seen the Wind of the Willows segment. Neither had I. Okay. I've never even read the book either. Same. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we're going into this a little bit uninformed, I guess. But that's also kind of the, the fun of this is we are just yeah. kind of like some of this is going to be new to both of us. And in this case, it absolutely was. And I like that we both preferred that segment, even yeah. though we had grown up watching the other one. Interesting. Very interesting. Do you have um, a reason um, or an explanation for why you preferred the one over the other? Possibly two reasons. One, I liked that all the animals were British. <laughs> yeah. I, I just always liked that. Oh. And then I didn't quite like Ichabod because... The narration bothered me a little bit. Well, yes. I think I mentioned in last yeah. episode I was tired of narration, and sure. we watched all of these on the same night, and I was just like, oh, "This again." <sighs> Bing Crosby, why? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. I understand that. Yeah, by that point, it was just like, "Okay, yeah, we've heard we've heard you talking. Please just <laughs> let us watch the story and let it unfold with the yeah. characters driving it, not the narration." Okay. How about you? I. I guess there was like a certain, um, it was kind of refreshing because it was something new and I was just watching it and enjoying it because it was just like a really 
fun story. It's just mm. fun and fast paced. Oh yeah. And clever and funny. Um, I would say. And it was just kind of an unexpected breath of fresh air, I guess, with the kind of night we were having with what we were watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. And I did like the British animals too. And I oh, I love the designs. The designs are great. Oh, yeah. Those are some good character designs. We can talk more about that later. Okay. So you did prefer Wind of the Willows. Yes. Which um, I guess this is another kind of like preference question, but it also leads into character discussion because now that we are kind of in more of a traditional story like i mean there's two of them and they're they're both short but more than the last episode where we had like just a bunch of very small vignettes we can actually kind of cover our our more typical topics um i like that alliteration by the way okay (laughs) (laughs) so characters I, i guess for starters uh did you have a preference between who I guess we can consider the main protagonists of each of these segments. You have, on the one hand, Mr. Toad, or who was it? It was like Thaddeus, J. J. Thaddeus Toad, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then on the other hand, you have Ichabod Crane. Yeah. And they're both flawed protagonists. Yeah. Absolutely. And I found that kind of funny that neither of them were really, like, great guys. But, like, did, did you have either of them that you liked more than the other? Did you have one that you were rooting for more than the other? Did you... I think I was pretty much on board with both of them. Okay. Yeah. I think that's about it. That's it? Yeah. No elaboration? Nothing? Uh, As for comparing them, yeah, that's all I have. They're... Or just on their own merits, then. Just what would you think of them both? Well, they both seemed like very energetic, gangly types of people. (laughs) They were kind of like... Toad all bouncy and everything. Yeah. Constantly Hopping moving. Along. Yeah. <laughs> and Ichabod's like his walk cycle and like everything's just like. Yeah. St- like strings are pulling him in all directions, it seems. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the character design for Mr. Toad compares to the original source since I didn't read it, but. Well. I do know that he was impulsive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, if you're talking like character traits versus appearance because appearance wise i don't know if did the wind and the willows have illustrations because i don't know if it did i don't know i didn't this is this is i mean i this this is kind of my job for this episode and i didn't do my homework very well whereas uh for ichabod and i can touch on this once we get to his portion sure he, he is pretty close to the source yes absolutely they, they I mean since they stuck to the narration they were able to like employ some descriptors and stuff Okay, so you know what? Let, at this point, let's just go one and then the other. We've we've I've done a little comparison, but yeah, let's let's focus first on the wind in the willows segment with Mr. Toad and his wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Toad's wild ride, anyone? Because <laughs> okay. because of the ride, yeah, at Disneyland, yeah. Uh, we don't actually see his wild ride. We, we just don't. See the aftermath. Is, that's actually really funny, and I love that smash cut that they do to like. <laughs> it just cuts to like he's been arrested. <laughs> Because of course he has. Of course. Oh my god. It's 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 a lot of fun. So, Wind in the Willows. This whole segment. And since we were talking about characters and I'm making a bunch of noises on my desk. I'm so sorry. Good. So other than, or including Mr. Toad, who was your, who was your favorite character? Did you have uh, strong opinions about any of them? What? I 
am torn between Mr. Toad and Rat and Mole. Rat and Mole. Yeah. yeah those two. They're adorable. Who I kind of ship. <laughs> we um, do. Yeah. They, they seem like a, a cute couple. I actually did read the first few pages of Wind in the Willows. Yeah. And yeah, that is also shippable. Oh, <laughs> It's adorable. But I think the reason why I prefer those two, especially together, is because they're the two people in Mickey's Christmas Carol who are collecting money for a charity. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to ask you about that because we were sitting there at the beginning of it and I was like, wow, all these characters, I feel like I've seen them before, even though I've never actually watched this. And yeah. you were like, oh yeah, Mickey Christmas Carol. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't even remember that because I've been watching Muppet Christmas Carol for too many years <laughs> in a row. Um, so, okay. So they're the ones that are collecting charities. Does Mr. Toad show up in that too? And does I, the Badger guy, Mick Badger? I can't remember, but I do know that throughout this entire segment, both Badger and Mole repeat the same kind of body language. And I'm right. like, oh, they do that at this point in Mickey's Christmas Carol. And maybe, I don't know if they stole their own animation or if they reanimated it. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, though. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a yeah. lot more as that comes up. Yeah. But the reason why I like Mr. Toad mm-hmm. is because I see so much of it myself in him. Oh, really? Because I'm pretty sure he has ADHD. I could... You know how he yeah. keeps saying, this is my new obsession. And I'm yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. me every day. His new mania. Yeah. He gets so excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a couple of notes about trying to, like, sort of understand him. And then just like, wait a minute. So is he, like, a danger to himself? What's going on? They're locking him up because he's just really excited about something? What's going on here? I think I had missed somewhere that the, they were, like, running out of money or that, like... The Toad Hall needed, like, I, I don't know, they needed money in order to keep it going and yeah. that he was squandering his money or something. Yeah, he was he was born a rich boy, so yeah. he doesn't really know the value of money. You know what I kind of was getting, like, especially because of the British thing and because he was just like this happy-go-lucky, like, ah, I don't care about money, I'm frivolous, made me think of uh, Worcester. A little bit, Bertie Bertie Wooster, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, just because we've been watching that a lot. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that, because at the part where Mr. Toad is in jail and then his grandmother comes to visit him, yes. quote-unquote grandmother, yeah. I thought it was his Aunt Agatha. Oh, my God. Aunt Agatha. It is Bertie Booster. <laughs> and um, I don't know if anybody's really a good cheese analog. I guess maybe McBadger. I don't know. Not yes. really. I think so. Or, or any of his friends, really, because yeah. they were all helping it's like three shoved into one character. Yeah. And they become G. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> but I good so. Gosh. Okay. Okay. What do we have here? Like, yeah. No, the, 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 the characters, obviously, a lot of fun. A lot of great designs. Like their animations. Um, what do you think of uh, the villains? Because the villain. there were actual villains in this. So we had the weasels. Had the weasels. And who else? Winky. Winky? Oh, the bartender. Yeah. So, ah. fun fun bit of trivia here. He, I'm pretty sure, is the first, like, surprise villain in a Disney movie. Huh. You know how that's become, like, all the rage lately? Yeah. With, like, oh, you were the villain all along. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't really somebody who you thought was, like, super villainous. Right. Like, because he seemed just sort of, like, you know, you, you, you think perhaps during the trial when he, like, gives up Toad and is like, oh no, here's what he did. Um, you think maybe, okay, well, yeah, Toad was lying. He was wrong. And we trust this bartender guy. But then it's like, oh, no, <laughs> it was, it was, it was Winky all along. She did oh. it to get Toad home. Yes, exactly. And he's got all the weasels working for him. Yeah. 
getting drunk in, in his new home. <laughs> okay. Do you know, the weasels also showed up in a Mickey Christmas Carol. Oh, did they? They were grave diggers oh. during the third ghost. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that. Again, I have not seen that. I have seen it way time. too much. Apparently. <laughs> I'm so happy we have this this uh, wealth of knowledge here. Yes. I got it not. And speaking of which, the, what's his name? The Badger. Mm-hmm. He gave me some Scrooge McDuck vibes. Especially yeah. from Mickey's Christmas Carol, because he's counting money. They're both counting money <laughs> sure. with a Scottish accent. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, man. Pardon That's my great. chair. Oh, excuse you. <laughs> oh, oh, and speaking of weasels showing up in other media, I don't know for sure. And like looking it up, it, it sort of just seems like people are like saying, like, yeah, they were based off of that design. The Toon Patrol. In Who Framed Roger Rabbit oh. are basically these weasels. Like cool. they're they're similar. They're not like identical, but it it, it really does like the, the vibe of them. When I saw them getting out of the car, I was like, "Are these the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? What the fuck? What?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like a lot of kind of iconic, weirdly timeless designs yeah. of these characters. It's like I've seen them all before, even if I haven't, because they just feel right. And you had, of course. You know, some of the those nine men working on them. So, of course, you're going to get some nice, good design choices and shapes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, surprise villain with Winky. Um, and then on more gun violence. Oh, yeah, the gun the violence. Gun violence. <gasps> yes. yes. Okay. The cop chase. The cop t- on a train. Holy shit. Two trains. On the trains. And just shooting their guns in the air willy-nilly. Yeah. And, like, first of all... Grand Theft Auto, I guess, is what, you know, you can um, say Toad is responsible for. Like, that is his crime. It's just, he stole a car. I thought he and, meant the video game. I'm oh, like, he's Jesus. responsible for the video game. <laughs> he's responsible for that game. It's his new mania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not what I was trying to say. I know what I, you were trying to say. Yeah. Um, no, so basically, yeah, his crime was Grand Theft Auto. And he stole a car. And then he got caught. And they'd locked him up in jail for what seemed to be, like, a ridiculously long amount of time, unless it was just exaggerated for comedic effect. But, um, you know, making it seem like, oh, he's going to be there forever because of this. He's serving a sentence. Then he escapes. And they treat it like he's about, he just escaped um, Alcatraz or something. (laughs) Um, And it's, it's just absurd. Like, he's this criminal mastermind. And then they start chasing him. And then they're firing guns at him. Like, this seems excessive, an excessive use of force here, cops. Yeah. Uh, I think I even wrote something like that down. Um, oh, that's not one of my other notes. Okay, I've got some pretty funny notes in here. They don't even pause to reload. They really don't. They have like, <laughs> endless bullets of it. It's like he committed a fucking war crime. Oh my god, stop wasting bullets. Um, <laughs> followed shortly by, Moles got a shoddy. Because Molly uh, had like a shotgun, like in the scene where they're like in the boat, like approaching Toad Hall, and he's like holding the gun. And I was just like, why'd you give the soft boy a gun? (laughs) Don't let him have it. Poor guy. He seems so sweet. (laughs) Crazy cop chase. It's so over the top, so absurd, but so much fun too. Trying to think of other things. any other questions or other thoughts? I wanted to ask you if you caught that lawyer joke when the horse was doing oh, a testimony. Yeah, I, I think I wrote that line down. 
Um, I thought you wouldn't know that, governor. Um, Something about an honest way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the honest way? I thought you wouldn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That was really clever. That was a, one of multiple times that I kind of just ah laughed out loud. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of that in this segment. A lot of quick humor. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because it was British, kind of, aligned. Know. And I know I like that kind of humor. Me too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anything else? Would you think of, uh, they, they did have a song. They did? Yeah, the Merrily something song when he was on the, the, the with the horse with Cyril on the, the, the cart. And they were like... Oh yeah, bouncing along. It was it was kind of fun. I Ripping mean, obviously, through all the hedges. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, I guess, super memorable, but it was still fun in the in the moment. It was jolly. Yes, jolly. Good word. <laughs> A lot of my notes are just sort of like, this is delightful. I love this. And you had said that you didn't take too many notes during this, right? I didn't. When I enjoy something, I don't take too many notes because I don't feel like there's much stuff to disagree with to make sure. note on later. Yeah, I just retained this fantastic lively piece yay excellent yeah, yeah that's that that is valid and that is makes sense um i think i've got either another point uh i will have another comparison or thought there but first since yeah. we mentioned mickey's christmas carol a yeah. few times you noticed that christmas day was a big deal yeah, and we have characters movie. repeated in the Christmas Carol. I want to say that it takes place in the same animal universe. Ooh, um, are there any humans in Mickey's Christmas Carol? Because there were definitely humans in Wind of the Willows, I which I found really weird. Don't remember. I don't recall. I don't think so. Yeah. I keep going back to the Muppets. I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm just like, it, well, it's similar because it actually did make me think of the Muppet stuff because it's yeah. like humans interacting with all these bizarre small creatures that like no one really bats an eye. It's just yeah. it's part of the same world. I'm trying to think of who the ghosts were. I think the first one was a, a giant referenced in another uh, Mickey Mouse adventure. Okay. I can't remember the third one. And then the last one was just some person in a cloak, like a skeleton or... Oh, no. It was no, Pete from Pete. Goofy. Yeah. It yeah, started out as someone in a cloak. Your numbers were all over the place because you said, the, like, you were like, oh, the first one and then the other one and then... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing the order. Well, it's past, present, and future. So Oh, past, yes. Yeah, past is first. And then the giant would be probably the present, present right? Yeah. Because that's what they always do, <laughs> including Muppets have their big jolly giant dude anyway yeah. sorry <laughs> we're conflating everything ah muppets <laughs> get out of my head <laughs> you don't belong here we're talking about animated things <laughs> oh we should now watch mickey's christmas carol and muppet christmas carol back to back watch them inebriated go to sleep wake <laughs> up and compare dreams <laughs> oh god <laughs> you trying to kill us <laughs> yes <laughs> no please this is absurd. Absurd suggestion. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Two two things. Okay. One, so Raddy's design. Did you get a certain vibe from him? Did he remind you of someone? Someone from the that mouse detective movie. Yeah. He looks like, um, I forget his actual name. I think it's 
Havisham, Flavisham. It's it, it. Um, he's the little girl's dad, the one who the 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 inventor guy who gets stolen away by Radigan. Oh, it looks like him. He's got like kind of the mustache and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I I I I looked at that and I was like, why do he reminds me of someone? Oh yeah, it's and here I am flubbing the name, but yeah, it's great mouse detective dad. Hey. <laughs> and then the other thing. <clears throat> So the sequence, the sort of chase sequence in the uh, in Toad Hall is like so much fun, and it's just all over the place, and yeah. they're all bouncing around and trying to get the deed, and it's just hilarious. Did it seem familiar to you? Is it from the Robin Hood movie? Okay, <laughs> they might have recycled it there too. Okay, but for sure, where you can see that is the Jungle Book. Jungle Book, okay. So it had to the, be something with animals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the sequence at uh, King Louis's um, uh, palace or whatever with all the monkeys and everything, and it's just following uh, I Want to Be Like You. Okay. And they're, like, all running around, and I think they're fighting over Mowgli. I think he's the thing that they're, like, passing around and back and forth and stuff. Um, and it's just, like... I was watching it. I don't know if you heard me go, wait a minute, while, like, during that scene. No. Oh, my God. I lost my mind because I was like, this is this is absolutely, like, almost shot for shot, like, the same angles, the same, like, somebody hits somebody on the head and then they get knocked out for a second and then they keep running and then somebody's on the other side and they're swinging a sword or in uh, Jungle Book, it's, I think, Bagheera's swinging a claw or something. And it's just... You, I double checked it and there is a video on YouTube that has them like side by side nice. and then overlaid on top of each other. Oh. And it's like, yep, there it is. I knew it seemed familiar. So I highly recommend that to both you and to our listeners. Yes, we check that out. Link that on Twitter. Oh yeah, we can do that. Yes, we will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the beginning of, well, we, we aren't recycling yet, but this is one of the things that we will see soon. Yeah recycled. Um, and I actually didn't realize they were recycling as early as the Jungle Book. I thought it was all the post-Jungle Book stuff. But we'll get into that later. All right. Again, with good old, uh, what's his name? Wooly Reitherman? Yes. Reitherman. There we go. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on Wind of the Willows? Or do you want to move on? Before we move on, uh, just in case any of our viewers haven't seen this in the movie yet, when it shows... All listeners, not viewers. They can't see us. They couldn't see the gesture I just made to point out that you should be saying listeners, not viewers. They can't see the gesture I'm making to you right oh, now. Wow. <laughs> they could maybe guess based off of my reaction. Anyway. <laughs> oh, wait. It's Wind of the Willows. It should be British. Oh, right. There we go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, just in case any of our listeners didn't catch this and want to rewatch. Uh, the Adventures of Mr. Toad, when all the weasels are asleep in Toad oh, Hall, yeah. take a look at any of them asleep in the background. Look in the painting. You will see one of them in the painting in a hilarious pose. Yeah, like, like in the painting. In the painting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's delightful. I, my eyes were elsewhere. They were on the rug. Look at the rug as well. That's where they fun. wanted you to look. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> there are... Plenty of fun things to see in this uh, adventure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Moving on, then, to The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And this is the one that, yes, we have both seen. 
I want to say that also in my 10th grade English class, because this was American Lit, mm-hmm. um, that was my American Lit year, we did watch it following our reading and okay. our study of um, Washington Irving's uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So have you read it? I probably read an abridged version in a textbook in American okay. Lit. Yeah, one of those yeah. things. But I know that K through 12, several times during that span of my life, I think the teacher would play the Disney version for us and be like, hey, huh. watching this is the same as reading a story. Sure. I mean, considering all the narration, it ain't bad. Yeah. It, it does cover a lot of the same stuff. There's not a whole lot of liberties taken it's it's actually just a few but like it's it's still not too absurd the differences or anything right yeah um i mean you still have basically your your same main cast you have ichabod crane you've got brown bones and you've got katrina van tassel yeah and that's about all you need (laughs) <laughs> the, well, the headless, headless horseman, horseman oh, of course, <laughs> unless you think that that's Brom Bones, but no. Okay, that was one of my questions. That was going to be one of my questions: is do you think the headless horseman was real, or do you think that was Brom Bones trying to scare Ichabod out of town? It's obvious it was Brom Bones, but I want to keep the spirit alive and assume there is a headless horseman out there in New England, yeah, or New York, or wherever. Yeah, uh, uh, New York. Yeah, is New York considered New England? Is it debatable? Um, I would call it New England, but okay. that's because we're from not New England, yeah. and maybe people in New England wouldn't consider it New England. I don't know. But also considering the setting, like the the time setting, right? Oh, it, it was yeah. New England, I think. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's supposed to take place in like the seventeen nineties. I, I say, believe so. There. Yeah, it was written in eighteen twenty, but it wasn't supposed to be then. It was supposed to be earlier. Right. So yeah. And you've got all those weird Dutch names from, like, all the Dutch immigrants, I guess. Yep. Just hanging out in that area. Yep. Kind of makes me think Rip Van Winkle as well. Same author, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that Dutch shit. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, we didn't like it as much. That's not to say I didn't like it. Do you, uh, like, but what about what about you? Do you, do you I, like I, it, or? I did like it. Um, some of that was nostalgia. Some mm. of that was genuine appreciation. Sure having just seen it and there were some things I didn't like so eh. well please elaborate on what you didn't like for one I think the songs did not fit the period it definitely fit the period it was produced but it didn't fit the period of the story this is fair this is fair was that Bing Crosby singing this is yeah the whole thing was Bing Crosby yeah everything was like not swing, but you know what I mean. Something close like to that. Crooner, crooner, kind yeah. Of like weird, yeah. It was like, yeah. What, what do you even call that? It, it's similar to swing, but it's it's post swing. Yeah. It, but it's yeah that that kind of I, I think of 1950s when I think of mm-hmm. this, but we're not quite there yet. So shame on me for my lack of musical history knowledge. <laughs> <Boo>. Um <laughs> But yeah, I can understand that. That said, I was very happy and excited when the Headless Horseman song started out because that's like one of my favorites. It's it's yeah. so catchy and cool and creepy. That one did fit the most out of all the other songs. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. Yeah. And since we both watched this as kids, did you have any of those? We've talked about these before. Like any of those like kind of like visceral, like, oh shit, I remember this moment kind of moments? Ooh. 
there was a scene that kept coming up when I was rereading The Legend of Sleepy Hollow before watching this. Yeah. And I I think it was just the way he walked. Oh yeah. Yeah, the way sure. Yeah, the way it's described his appearance and his his gait and everything in mm-hmm. in the original like they took that word for word in the character design and the animation. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, in, I... Including um Katrina Von Tassel and a bit Brombones. Yeah. Yeah. Which um I guess in in terms of character design now that we're talking about that a little bit uh can definitely see how uh, Brown Bones might have inspired someone like, say, Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> I was thinking that. Too. <laughs> Gaston. <laughs> okay. Yeah, absolutely. And that also makes one wonder, okay, well, wait a minute. Who's the protagonist here? <laughs> hmm. That's actually, a, you know, that's a question. No, I still think it's... You still think it's Ichabod? Yeah, I still think so. Even though he's kind of a gold digger? He's kind of a gold digger, but he's nice to kids, and he's he's good to the families of the kids. And but he, but he, it was all selfishly motivated. But he doesn't try to trick anyone, though. Brom Bones tricked someone into fleeing town out of fright and threw a pumpkin at them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Ichabod know how did you put it that way. <laughs> Ichabod did not throw anything. <laughs> I suppose not. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's funny because I remember when I was younger, like, no question rooting for Ichabod. But, like, watching it again, I was like, he's kind of a douche. <laughs> kind of don't like him. Brom Bones seems all right. He's just, you know, he's maybe a little bit kind of like Gaston, you know, used to getting his own way and used to, like, everyone, like, just being like, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. And so he's a little threatened by Ichabod. But this means if he's used to getting his own way, he's perfect for Katrina. Yeah. They're perfect for each other. I think they're going to be fine. They're Well, their marriage might not be fine, but right they got now. what they wanted in the end. <laughs> they're going to keep getting what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I suppose so. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of this weird, like, oh, wait a minute. Who's, who's worse? Who's better? <laughs> it's a little ambiguous, the protagonist and the antagonist of this, I think. Yeah. Um... And plus, he's a great singer. No, they both are. <laughs> it's weird. They, they both, they're both great singers. <laughs> I love that moment with the dog howling. After he's been like, bum, 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 bum. he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no. Ichabod's character design and the movement and everything and how well that matches with the descriptions. It's, yeah. it's, it's really good stuff. No question about that. But you were not happy with the narration by this point <laughs> yeah i wasn't happy with the bing crosby but also in the washington irving story i didn't quite what's the word glom on to the writing glom, glom. <laughs> i like it you yeah. didn't like the writing so much no it's basically exposition until the last few pages when the headless horseman actually shows up yeah no i mean i don't uh, recall liking it terribly much yeah. either, um, but that's me and most American lit. Uh, I'm not a fan of the American style of yeah. literature, usually. Did not like that class. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just waiting for more Brit lit. Come on, come on, next year, we're ready. <laughs> and actually, yeah, it's funny. Uh, this this, this two, two for this package deal that we've got here, we've got the British... And then we've got the American. I mean, they do present it that way, too. It's like, ah, oh, think of some English heroes. And yeah. then think of some American heroes. And then here we are. 
And it's like, okay. Although I like how they call it the colonies. And I was like, well, over here in the colonies, we've got some pretty good stuff, too. Like, all right, we're still calling it that, huh? 1949, all right. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Back to the Headless Horseman. Yeah. What what do you think of that as a, like a villain and as like an intimidating, scary character? Were you scared of it growing up? Maybe the first one or two times I saw it, but I was also enamored by him. Yeah, he's a really cool design. Really creepy, coming out of the woods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got a flaming head. I love the bit where, like, Ichabod's like over his like neck hole, and then he just laughs up at him, like, <laughs> ah! like, like kind of echoing because his face is like right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I got tired of the chase with um, Ichabod's horse and all the back and forth. It did go on for a little bit too long. Um, but however, it, it is a pretty cool sequence just in terms of like the staging and the animation and the excitement of it. It did go on, but when it was, you know, hopping, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I will bring up a name again that I actually mentioned a little bit earlier. Okay. Uh, Wooly, or um, I believe it's Wolfgang. 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 We'll just call him Wolfgang. Uh, Reitherman, who um, ultimately ended up directing movies, but first he was just an animator. Oh, cool. Um, and I, we've mentioned it before a little bit, I want to say, in Pinocchio, because he was responsible for the monstro uh, sequences ah. and the chase sequences there. Um, he was also responsible for the dinosaur fight in Fantasia. Nice. You're noticing a sort of trend here. Action. Yes. Dude. Action and big stuff. And we're going to see him again good. soon. Well, so much soon. We'll, we'll see him again. Okay, good. We'll see him again. And his excellent action work. I, I, I called him in my notes, Wooly the Action Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely had a sort of like look and feel and aesthetic and energy and... Again, staging comes to mind with like just understanding where things needed to be in a shot and how to like ramp up that sort of cinematic like oh what now like nice. kind of feeling, and you get that for again until maybe the last two minutes of that very long chase <laughs> sequence when it just becomes like we're going around in circles with the horse and yeah. now it's going this way and now it's going that way and the the horse has a name doesn't it? Oh, oh. forget. Like, I don't know if they say it in the movie, but... They I, say it in the story, and I completely They definitely it. do. It's it's something kind of like a mundane thing, I want to say, like like a an object or an item. I can't remember. Ah, that's ah. going to drive me crazy. I almost want to look it up, but no. No, we never do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, were, there, were there other things that you didn't like about it? Because you did say there were a few things. Yeah, there was... Um... That one woman in green with the short black hair. Yeah. It seemed like they were making fun of her, and I didn't I didn't like that. I don't like that it does seem like they're making fun of her, but she is one of my favorite characters, like, ever. Yeah. I love how excitable she is and how happy she is to be dancing. If we ignore the fact that she's being made fun of, she is just full of life and full of energy, and just laughing constantly. What I love is that she goes after what she wants. Damn straight she yeah. does. She knows what she wants. Oh, yeah. From bones. And the the whole dance sequence mm. where she wishes she could dance with the good-looking guy, it reminded me of Nurse Kelly from M.A.S.H. Do you oh, remember that episode? I do. Yeah. 
And this kind of, yeah. Yeah, she Aww. thinks she's getting paired up with Hawkeye, and he refuses to dance with her, and then Kelly has this awesome moment where mm-hmm. she's like, I am awesome, and here is why, so dance with me. And then it turns out Hawkeye really likes her. Yeah. Aw, man. Nice, nice parallel. Yeah. I wish she'd gotten a little better treatment instead of just being... Okay, she gets thrown into the closet, and then she bursts out again, and then what happens to her after that? I can't remember, because then they moved on to the story after that, I think that, they just right? kind of moved on. Yeah. yeah. She might have ended up somewhere weird, but... Well, anyway. I, I always liked her, and I always loved, like, the just almost, like, maniacal laughter when they're dancing. <laughs> like, they're like... <laughs> scared me a little bit. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I, I, I wrote down so many notes about just how much I loved her, I think. Just, holy shit, I love her. <laughs> uh, speaking of the ladies, we did not touch on Katrina very much. Do we need to? I mean, I, I had, I voiced my opinion uh, when we were watching it, which was kind of like, She's kind of a bitch, too. She's a tease. She is. She is. She's absolutely, like, pitting these men against each other. But I guess, you know, she's willfully doing it. Yeah. You know, she's... Yep. She's got the meeting out of her hands, so she might as well take advantage of that, I guess. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Get it, girl. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> no? No. She's just, like, the rich guy's daughter, and she's stringing all these people along who could move on and do other stuff with their lives. I don't know. I guess because, like, I don't have a lot of sympathy for either Ichabod or Braum, then I don't mind, like, seeing her do this to them. I liked seeing her do that to just the two of them because their competition was really funny. Yeah, they got exactly. into weird situations. I don't mind. Like, like it's, it's like, this is fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But when it's the whole town, it's like, dudes, yeah. come on. Yeah. We don't see too much of that. It's more like when she first showed up, they were all like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we don't see her, like, dancing with all the men during that one scene That's after true. all. It's just Ichabod. Yeah. And then Rombone's trying to cut in. Yeah. <laughs> to bring it back to, like, that earlier thing with me asking, like, were there any, like, those visceral weird memories that you have of, like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember that as a kid or whatever. I had a couple, one of them being during the song when Ichabod's out the egg and he's putting the pepper on it. <laughs> I remember just, like, seeing that pepper piling up and just being like, oh, no, oh, sh- oh no, <laughs> what's going to happen? And, yeah, of course, the ensuing, like, ah! <laughs> Um, and then the other thing was the um, him like his, the sequence in the forest before the horseman shows up when he's sitting there kind of whistling to himself and it's really spooky and he keeps seeing all the different things like the the um, the fireflies inside the tree looking mm-hmm. like eyes yeah. and then the the freaking uh, cattails like uh, yes that was. The thing I yeah. remembered and, yeah. and forgot about until you said something yeah. just now. Yeah. yeah, it was that was one of those like I, I guess because of the sound design of it, it's so good. Yeah, it's and it's just so memorable, so creative. And then his yeah. him laughing at that, like yeah. just like <laughs> is that when he like kind of grabs them or was it something else that he like grabs and he, he just grabs like, them? Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> like at the screen. And his laugh is really echoey. Yeah, like, it's he's actually going mad. Scary. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's good. It's still really good. I, I didn't like it as much as Wind in the Willows, but it's still an enjoyable short. I don't know if we call it a short. 
half movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> I have some nostalgia for this story, not just sure. this movie, but the story in general, because mm-hmm. about every other year we would cover it around Halloween. I know. In English class. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and did you ever see the, uh, the live action Tim Burton one? No, no I kind of want okay, to. Oh, okay. I was that's, just going to, you don't really that's need That's the Johnny to. Depp one? Yeah. I kind of want to. He's not very Ichabody though. I know, because he's, he's not, Johnny Depp, he can't be Ichabody. No, it's, it's, it's weird. It's kind of over the top. It, it, it does this sort of aesthetic where it's like lots of blood and it's just, Strange. I um, love yeah, you <laughs> did, did I just say like, that? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> oh, Bevers. I like gore in horror movies. You know? Do you? Not too much gore, but I was gonna say not like slasher film, but or the thing, or the thing. No, but <laughs> but if you got a headless horseman running around, he's gonna shed a little blood. You need that. Okay, that's fair. Okay, then you you might maybe you would like it. It can't be all pumpkins and fire. It's certainly not. <laughs> there's there's a lot more to it to, than that, and I. I say I saw that in like college or something. I don't know. I I prefer the Disney, mm. but um, yeah, you can check it out sometime and cool. uh, draw up a comparison. And I'm actually curious then uh, what our listeners think of the Disney version of the Legend of Sleepy Hollow versus the uh, the live action <laughs> or the the or the original, actual yeah. the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the actual story. If you have read it, and if you have not read it, uh, I just made a discovery. Seeing, because I think I had abridged versions mm-hmm. in school, and they probably took this out. But uh, be on the lookout for Washington Irving's portrayal of black people in this village. Oh, yeah, it was of the times, but still upsetting. Oh no! It, okay, I, I it just this. the way they're described and the fact that they don't get to participate in anything other than a servant's hmm. role. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and I, I always time and upsetting. Sounds yeah, about right. <laughs> yeah. I um, always hate that. Oftentimes, fiction can't do better than that. Can't like rise above, yeah. like what you expect it to do. Like, like that, that. Stop falling into the stereotypes of the time. Exactly. Damn it. Yeah. Be better. We know you can be better. We know this isn't what was always true. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, on that note, yeah, <laughs> I think we've covered just about everything, unless you have any parting thoughts about either of them. I want to make a confession about why I did not read The Wind in the Willows. It's because I was watching the Wishbone episode of Sleepy Hollow. I should have gone to Wind in the Willows what? for research, but no, I was like, I know Wishbone did an episode of Sleepy Hollow, so I decided to go back into nostalgia land. Oh my god, really? <laughs> That's what I did with my weekend. Okay, I guess choices were made. <laughs> Priorities. Wishbone is, I suppose, alright. He's alright. He's alright. He's a cute little dog, I yeah. guess you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, no, I have no excuse. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just didn't do all my research. <laughs> hey. But you know what? We have plenty of research to do for next time, too, because you know what our next episode's going to be? Cinderella. Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time to discuss Cinderella. And that concludes the 1940s. Oh, yeah. Jumping into the 1950s. Oh, yeah. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you.
They can't see us. They couldn't see the gesture I just made to point out that you should be saying listeners, not viewers. They can't see the gesture I'm making to you right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> they could maybe guess. Maybe they stopped my reaction. <laughs>